I was reading how people get sleep divorces to save the relationship is when married couple sleep in separate rooms because maybe they're not a fan of their partner's sleeping style. Mm. They snore. They make a lot of noise. They drop the keys all the time. <laughs> they drop the keys. They're, they're the slamming the, the cabinets. The, they're really loud when they get they up have, and get ready. Right. They're just, it's, it's a lot. So a lot of people do this and it saves their marriage. So I'm a fan of this. Do it. Well, you you could sleep anywhere. So. Well, no, maybe this is why Tony and I have lasted so long because he loves sleeping on the couch. So just like Colin and Colin's there <laughs> they on the hate weekends. Us. Yeah. Look, they're fist bumping right, right. now. <laughs> oh my gosh, Tone does it on the weekdays. Yeah, <laughs> he hates every me. day. I don't yeah. know what it is, and I'll well, be like, Hey, Tone, do you want to sleep next to me in Amari? He's like, I'll be there later. Yeah, and they never come. Six a.m. So, rolls around. Not there. He gets there, and yeah. then he has to get up for work at seven. <laughs> so it's like you're just doing this to act. And I was like. I'll wake up and he's in bed. I'm like, what time you get to bed? And it's almost like, well, what time did you wake up? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it could be any time. I want to help you save your relationship. Okay, help me, please. Wait, I, but we're good with sleep divorce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good with sleep okay. divorce. Me I feel like still in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're in the game. But I do want to save your relationship. Okay, save it. There is a study that was done, and it's a pretty simple study, where they were talking about all it takes for you to just rekindle your relationship. Mm-hmm is the six second kiss. Ooh. Toxic men are up. They're, they're rejoicing around the world because Kelly Clarkson has to pay this huge settlement with her ex-husband. She has to make a one-time payment of $1.3 million. Oh, <laughs> Okay, hold on. And she'll also have to pay $45,000, roughly around there, monthly for child support for their two kids. And this is according to an article on Vanity Fair. So the list goes on and on of everything that Kelly Clarkson has to do for her ex-husband. The question was, did she marry a trash can? Who is this guy? Because he clearly has nothing to offer in this situation. It sounds like she has to come out with all the money. Or maybe I'm just trying to defend her at this point. Maybe. Was well, trash can too harsh? It wasn't that harsh. But the okay. thing that I'm was mad at the most. Like, no, what was like, thing. <laughs> the thing that I'm the mad at the most is that she still has primary custody of the kids. Wait, so why wait, is she wait, paying $45,000 a month to her ex-husband when the kids live with her? Look. Full time. In this on. article, Vanity Fair, it says okay. the kids will primarily live with Clarkson in L.A., but will see their father who's currently residing in Montana. This gets worse. She will also pay him $115,000 monthly in spousal support until January 2024. And when the kids go to visit their dad, she has to pay for them to fly private to visit him. <gasps> we should have married her. Kelly Clarkson. Mary Kelly Clarkson. Will you marry me? <laughs> Hold on. Let me call Ben. <laughs> my Salas from Midas Touch, who is our in-house lawyer. Yes. Let's see if he answers the phone and let's see his opinion. If Kelly Clarkson's lawyers uh -huh. are dodos because. Right. This doesn't make any sense. Let me reread this article. It just doesn't feel right. He might not pick up. He might be gallivanting. No, he might be on Midas Touch breaking news right. with the government or whatever. <laughs> Politics, please follow Midas Touch, please. That's where I get all of my news from. 
Okay. Or Twitter. Oh, wait. It's not Twitter anymore. It's, it's X. X. It's X. Or X. Please. The only X. X I know. If you can finish those lyrics right now, the only X I know is DMX. No, it's actually this song that had disses. And I think that one of the disses was to DMX. It's corrupt. Uh-huh. Calling out names. What did the only say? X I know is exhibit or RBX. Extraordinary. Oh, sorry. Try to snatch. Fill in the blank. Oh, wait, hold on. Incoming. Here we go. Ben, Ben, Ben. Can you hear me? Yes, Ben. Before you talk any further, you are on speakerphone. We are filming our podcast. Not live, but we are filming it. Um, because you're our resident in-house lawyer and we also are plugging Midas Touch, we get all of our news from you. We have a question for you. Just a quick question, okay? See if I can answer. Sounds good. Kelly Clarkson has to pay her ex-husband $1.3 million one-time payment, also pay over $45,000 monthly for child support. Meanwhile, she is the primary... Uh, what is a caretaker for them? So he's not, it's not like a 50 50 split. And part of this settlement is that she has to fly him private. No, fly her kids private to see him. Oh, and oh, part of the settlement, she has to fly her kids private to go see him. And then, and she has to pay him monthly spousal support of $115,000 a month until next year. So my question is, is this the error of Kelly Clarkson's? lawyers for this horrible deal that she's getting or is this the genius of her ex-husband's lawyers and what they were able to make work i don't understand like how does this well, to, to fully analyze it you have to get the data which i don't fully have which the question is is how much money is kelly clarkson making in a year how much money is she making a month and what were any of the what was there a prenuptial agreement? Was there not a prenuptial agreement? I, I, I just don't know. But if she's making, and I'm saying this hypothetically, if she's making two million dollars a month, uh, and she makes you know twenty four million dollars a year, and she's got a, a huge platform, a huge show, you think about what Ellen DeGeneres and people like that made on their daytime shows. Again, I don't know what Kelly Clarkson makes, but I imagine it's at a very least high seven figures. 1.9, 1.9 a month. Ben, it's according to people or according to Parade, she's making 1.9 a month. You you were spot on, Ben. Yeah, so if she makes $2 million a month and she has to pay how much money in uh, child support and, and, and to the husband, 200000 a month? She has to pay over 45000 a month for child support. One-time payment of $1.3 million. And $115,000 a month in spousal support. By the way, that was $150,000 a month last year. Wow. So let's take it another way. What's the per, what is the percentage of that child support payment and overall payment relative to her net worth? And if you think about it, in a situation where somebody's making uh, $80,000 a year, Right. And so making five or six thousand dollars, you know, per month and they have to pay in child support eight hundred dollars or nine hundred dollars or whatever it is. And a court orders that 
the numbers actually are proportionally the same. And but, so, but she's the one with full custody. So if she's the one with full custody anyway, then it should be money that she would be paying in child support anyway. The child support money has to go to child support. Right. And so th- there's there's ways to... It doesn't mean that the, that the spouse, or in the way divorce lawyers talk about it as an in-spouse and an out-spouse in terms of who has the money, the, the in-spouse is usually the one with the money. The out-spouse is the one who doesn't have the money. Um, but... You know, the out spouse has to use it for child support. So if there's proof that that $110,000 is being utilized to fund the ex-husband's lavish lifestyle and not traceable to child support, that number changes and could be, you know, could be appealed and changed. But I guess my overall point is on the surface, it could look like the genius of her ex's lawyers right, or the incompetence of her (laughs) lawyers. But but when you break down the data and she's making two million dollars per month, she's paying, you know, let's say two hundred thousand, which is. What, one one tenth of her salary, you know, one one tenth of of what she makes, Um, that means she's keeping nine tenths of what she makes, you know, for herself. And it, it starts looking and feeling more. Well, when you put it that way, it's not, is, is you know, is, is, is it that different than most other types of deals where just the people aren't making anywhere near that amount of money? I mean, that, that, that becomes, that becomes the question to me. Her lawyers may be high-fiving themselves and saying, oh, we got a deal. Got a good deal. Wow. So I just, I'm just, I'm still stuck, Ben, on the fact of 45000 a month for child support. So if I'm clear, does that go to him or does that go to whoever the primary case caretaker is? In her case, is she paying earmarking 45000 to pay herself for child support? Like, what? where is that going? First, give you the disclaimer that I'm not a family lawyer. So I, I especially at levels like this, you know, there's probably far more experts than me. That that said, I've worked with family lawyers in high profile cases. So at a high level, I've seen deals like this, you know, and, and how they're structured. But in theory, it would normally go to another, you know, the other spouse for the days that the other spouse is with the kids. And so that money would normally mm. not be, you know, it would be delegated to if those kids spend three or five days or six days, you know, that it'll be spent with them doing things that she would be, usually, you know, doing with the kids with right. her lifestyle. And if she's got, you know, a chauffeur and if she's got a Bentley and if she's got all of those things, what the law, what the law is trying to do is not treat the out spouse like the outs, but like, well, you want the kids to stay, you know, assuming there's no violence or problems like that. Right. You don't want all of a sudden there to be this massive disparity where because mm. one spouse has all of this money. Well, when the kids with mom, they fly on private jets and they've got a cook and they've got a chef. But then when they're with dad, you know, they get nothing. Right. You know, the kids should have the idea is that the kids should have the same quality of life. But most of the cases that go through family law situation 
don't involve Kelly Clarkson's and right. and, and millionaires and deca billionaires and deca millionaires. Oftentimes, it involves you know people who are making average incomes or or or, or scraping by. Right. And they have a situation where you want you want the kid to be in good shape when they're with both parents, and the law is trying to protect that. When that then goes into the mm -hmm. context of super wealthy people, it's usually more jarring and glaring when you see the types of money. Oh my God, 45,000, 200,000, you know, um, um, but these people are, these are high net worth people making millions uh, a month. You know, yeah. Yeah. Make, make millions of dollars a month. And so, uh, you know, and, 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 and part of it too, though, is, you know, because she is, the in-spouse, you know, usually in these circumstances, more frequently than not, the opposite way. It's usually the man. Right. You know, and because I think here you've got a powerful woman who's successful um, making this payment. Right. There's a lot of, there's an additional layer of scrutiny on it, both to go after the guy Right. And to also kind of, you know, you know, hate on her a little bit. So I think my view is a bit is probably unexpected, you know, that I would say, you know what, let's I, I need a little more data, but it may be a good deal for her. Yeah. Um, but but relative to other cases, it, you know, it, 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 if you told me it was let's just say it was a very wealthy man who was making $24 million a year and he was paying this amount of money. I bet you it would be reflected as, Oh, that guy made a great deal. What a deal. he got, You know, but because it's a woman, it's like, well, is she now giving away everything? Yeah. Um, well, you helped me. Me and Katrina yeah. were talking trash initially and now we have, Basically, are we retracting what we said that her lawyers are dodos? I'm not mad at it. I'm just mad at paying child support when you're the one taking care of the kid. I get the whole, all right, Disparity, this is, yeah, yeah this living. is, this is the same as somebody who might be making X amount paying this much. I'm not even mad that it's $45,000 a month in child support. I think when you're on a different level and you're making right. that much money yeah. and your kids are used to a lifestyle, I get all that. I just don't get why that $45,000 is going to child support for somebody that's not the primary. That's not the primary caretaker. Well, Ben. Well, the question is: Is how? When is he being the caretaker? Because if right. part of it mm. requires that he pays her, that she pays for the private jet flights to take the kids to him, that tells me that there's sometimes where the kids are going to be visiting him. Um, so, how many days a month are they going to spend with him? Um, does she have full custody, and they're never going to spend any time with him? Or right. are they going to spend five days a month with him or, or 10 days a month with him or holidays with him? And that, that's to take care of them when they're with them. So we need a little more data. But in a normal child, a normal situation, when money's being paid like that for child support, it's going to the other spouse so that the other spouse can make the payment, not requiring you to pay for your child. Things. you're supposed to do that on your own well 
Thanks for being rational as usual, Ben. <laughs> we'll make sure to watch you on Midas Touch. Thank you. <laughs> watch, check, check it out. All right, we'll talk soon. Okay, Bye. thanks, Ben. Okay, so like he brought me down to earth. Well, no. So toxic men are not winning. But this still, the idea of this, again, and maybe I might be in the minority here, I'm not mad at the $45,000 a month child support. I'm not. Yeah. I get it. She's making $2 million a month. I get it. Right. You're just stuck on the fact that apparently, according to this article, and really everything we're reading, that she's the primary caretaker and right. she has to dish out Right. Still a lot of money. Right. But I think it's what we heard from Ben. It's the disparity of lifestyles. Right. So here, you could just tell like the level she's on. Right. Private jets doing right. this, right. like the expectations for her kids and their lifestyles, probably very different than what they would be used to. Well, who's her? Who is he? Let's look him up. Who is the ex-husband? Who is the ex-husband? Watch show. him be like some incredible person. I Meanwhile, know. I refer to him as a We're brick so wall. <laughs> Okay, Kelly. Hold on, I got I got Brandon Blackstone. He's listed as Kelly Clarkson's ex-husband. And his parents are Norvell and Elisa. <laughs> uh, what does he do, Brandon? What does Brandon do for a living? He's a talent manager. He already taken 5% of her checks anyway. Oh, my god. Actually, let me not say that because what if he's not a talent... He's a talent manager, and his list includes people like Rascal Flatts and Blake Shelton. Those are big money guys. He's making income. But one thing I do want to bring up is when we read stories like this on any blogs or anything, if you go in the comments, people are always hating on the fact that, oh, my gosh, he has to pay $20,000 a month to his spouse who's taking care of the kids. Um, the, the kids don't need that much money. The kids don't need that much money. But right? they are so used to a certain lifestyle. And people forget that. They're right. used to a certain lifestyle. And it is the parent's responsibility to keep, you know, upkeep with that lifestyle right. so i've been in I, at least i feel like sometimes i'm in the minority because when i'm looking at the comments i'm like yo people are tripping like i'm not spending twenty thousand dollars a month on my child okay or you know her taking care of her or anything like how that. do you know i've seen your amazon packages i know it ain't twenty thousand dollars a month because i don't make twenty thousand dollars a month I would Debatable. be crazy. Your in the credit red. card says otherwise. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make is that a lot of people hate when they see that people are getting twenty thousand dollars, right. thirty five thousand. They're like, oh, that person's just gonna spend it on purses and Mercedes Benz and this, this, and that. But I'm saying as a parent, I've realized how much it costs to take care of kids. So, for example, somebody has to pay their ex-wife $20,000 a month in child well, support. Well, why don't we make it a realistic... Let's make it a real thing. Somebody like Kevin Costner, the actor... Right. He's going to pay his wife $52,000 a month in child support, right? Right. And that's according to the New York Post. Right. But she didn't like $52,000. She didn't like it. But right. if you go into comments about this story, people are like, oh... And Kevin himself thinks, oh, she's going to spend it on her lavish lifestyle, cosmetic surgery, this, this and that, this, this and that. Now, if she's doing that, yes, it's wrong. But sometimes on the flip side, you do have people that have to spend this much money to take care of their kids. So me as a parent, I realize it takes it takes money to take care of kids. So And energy. And here's the thing. Lots of energy. Right. Lots but of energy. the point I'm trying to make is that, oh, well, why doesn't she just get a job? Right. Right. Okay. She'll get a job. Who's going to take care of the kids? Right. All right. 
So you want her to get who's a job? Who's going to cook for the kids? Who's going to cook for Who's going to pick all up takes them? money. Who's going to drive them? So even if it's not to the private chauffeur or the whatever, mm-hmm. you your kids are going to be in, at least kids with this amount of money will potentially might be in private school, right? Right. That costs money. Right. They, right. they want to have a more secure lifestyle for them. So maybe they do have a private driver. Maybe they're doing different things. Right. It all costs money. Me, not even at that level. If I have somebody watching my kids, it costs money. Right. So when people hate on people with a bigger bank account getting $20,000 a month because they think they're just going to spend it, not necessarily. Like, all right, let's say the ex-wife got the house in the settlement. It's a big mansion. Right. How much do you think it costs a month to upkeep that house? A lot of money. To make sure the kids have a place to stay. Right. So unless you're going to completely downgrade your lifestyle, which... That's what you want to do for your kids? All right. Right. Then that's not like, I just don't get why people be so mad about it. Like, well, I I think it's because, again, we're comparing, and I I think I'm guilty of it. Right. Where we're comparing what our lifestyle or how much somebody else is. Like a $500 uh, child support compared to a $50,000. Compared to the Kevin Costner story that you were just talking about. Yeah. His ex wife wanted (laughs) $248,000 a month. It's That's so- a down payment in many of the big cities, right. right? For a house, right? Let alone this can buy a home in many places in the country. Multi-year right? salary. For so people. again, when you're looking at people who are online, the majority of people where they're viewing it, right? And they're hearing a number like that, they can't fathom or understand. Like, what are you going to do with all that money, right? Like, how could you be asking for that kind of money? I think people just got to think of the context of compare it to. Somebody that's making $50,000 a year. Right. They're going to be paying $150. I have really bad at math. But $150,000 You can't be bad at math and me be bad at that's math. That's okay. That's I, why Colin's here and Tone's here. They'll yeah. do the math for us. I know. So if, <laughs> Colin, yeah, Colin, so. if somebody was making $50,000 a year and child support takes 30% of their income, what, what would on. they be paying monthly in child support? A little, okay, I was way off. But still... I'm not good at math. So it would be a little over $1,000 a month, right? Mm-hmm. That's why you can't understand somebody paying $150,000. $250,000. That's what I'm trying to say. And then there is the case to be made. It's like, all right, well, just you want to downgrade all your lifestyles? See, somebody like Neo, who his was also well-publicized, how much money he's giving his wife. He's like, I'm giving or his, his ex-wife. Yeah. He's giving her everything. He's giving her the cars, this, this, and that. And, you know, so that she can upkeep the lifestyle of their kids. Yeah. Would you rather have your lifestyle taken care of or would you rather have one lump sum? Like it's the lottery. I would rather not divorce my husband. (laughs) (laughs) It's cheaper to keep him. It's cheap. It's cheaper to keep him. What's the saying? It's cheaper to keep her. E-Style said that. Shout out to DJ Eastouts. In this case, for Kelly Clarkson, it's cheaper to keep them. So, yes. <laughs> you talked about your husband. So, my question is Katrina. My husband? Yes. I don't have a husband. Nessa. You just said you'd rather not divorce your husband. Oh, okay, right, right, right. Okay. But you were just saying hypothetically. Hypothetically, correct. Now, you and Tone have been together for a very long time, very loving relationship. Right. That is your better half or right. equal half. Right. right. Isn't that an insult? It is. I realized that the other day I was talking to somebody and I was referencing to Colin as my better half. I was like, oh, yeah, my better half. I'm thinking about signing him for this, whatever. Oh, you saw my niece? Okay, I was like, <laughs> she okay. hit him with one of Wait, these. Wait, Nizy, come here. Come she here. hit him with one of these, like, what? Come here, Nizy. Come here. I love you so much. 
So you were referencing Colin. Oh, as so your I was half. referencing Colin as my better half. And I realized I never understood that. I realized I was dissing myself. Yeah. Because you're a great half too. I'm a spectacular you're half. You're a phenomenal half. I'm an amazing half. And here's the thing. Why do you have to be half? You could Why be, can I he be, could be another whole of you. Yeah. I, uh, my other whole my of My other me. whole. Yeah. And my, it doesn't even have to be your better whole. Yeah. It could just be my better. You know what? Let's not say whole because whole sounds kind of weird. Because that sounds like, yeah, like what? My what kind better of whole? whole being, my better person. Yeah. My better, per, my better whole person. No, no, no. My, my whole person. <laughs> My better full individual. Anyway, all that to say, that better to say, half is whack. Yeah, because you're saying that they're better than other you. Other half is whack. Yeah, because you're a whole person. Yeah, so the other person. Yes. Okay. I mean, here's my <laughs> other significant other. Right. Okay. But so let's all stop using better half unless you truly think they're better than, they're you. Better than you. But I really do think he's better than me. But, but you're phenomenal. No, I am. But I felt like, why do you have to know that? I was on a phone with like a representative. Do yeah. you get what I mean? Because there are a lot of things Colin's better than me at. Math. Uh, for sure, math. math. For sure. Um, routine. Routine. Workout. Oh, workout for, for sure. sure. For sure. Um, I mean, I wonder who. Patience. Very patient. Patience. Yeah. For sure. My patience is thin. It's always been thin. He's very logical. <laughs> now it's almost as if I'm. <laughs> okay, you're still phenomenal. You're still phenomenal. Well, let's. The real question our nieces are here. Yes. Who is a better aunt uncle? Like, you know, who's better in that world? Oh, you don't want to open that. You don't want to open that can and ask Lonnie Lons and Nisna who's the better half between you and Colin. Well, I'll, look, tell, I'll you tell you this. right now. Nisna's picking Colin clearly. <laughs> and by Lonnie's face, who doesn't want to hurt my feelings, I think she's also picking Colin. <laughs> anyway, anyway, back to better half. So and- my point is, you have hope in this situation. I'll tell you why. Hope in what situation? The actors, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn, have been Shout together. out to Big Trouble in Little China. One of the greatest One of Nessa's favorite ever, movies. Ever. Kurt Russell's in that, by the way, speaking of. Amazing. Why do you love that movie so much? I don't know. It's very nostalgic to me. Hold right. on. I, I think also, I, I don't was know. Scared. I, you know what? I remember being really young. I don't know if I saw it when it first came out, but being right. really, really young, watching it and being super scared. Because remember there's scenes where they're like fighting each other and they're doing like this or yeah. this or something. And there's like, <laughs> I was just scared. Oh, and you know who else is in that? Kim Cattrall. Yes. Shout out to Samantha from Sex and the yes. City. It's not the same. And the just show like is not that, the same. You're not. Okay, we're not going to bash it right away. I'm, Have you even watched any episodes I'm from... I'm caught up, Nessa. I watch it okay, because well, well, I'm a Sex and the City fan. I can't just leave it and not give it okay. the same love. Let's give it a rating after we wrap up this conversation, okay? okay? So, w- also, I love Jack Burton. Uh, who's Jack Burton? That's how I know you don't know Big Trouble in Little China. I just told you I don't know. The only thing Jack I remember Burton. is being scared of whatever they're doing. Oh, that was Kurt Russell. Yeah. But it's like I'm talking to a brick wall. I'm talking to Kelly Clarkson's ex-husband. <laughs> okay. Anyways, all right. back to what back, we're saying. Okay, let's this. go back. So anyways, they've been together. Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell have been together for 40 years without ever getting married. <laughs> Please, here, let me say, can we not say this story while Tone, my not better half, is the one recording and we are not married? 
Okay. And we've been together for 13 Let years. Let me ask you something. This is going to be a really messed up question, but okay. it's a real question. You're going to ask me something where I'm going to answer and Tony's going to be pro in the answer. Okay, I already wait, know. Listen, any question you start is you know going to be pro tone. Can I get a pro Katrina question yes. from you? Okay. Let me ask you. If you knew and you could foresee the future <laughs> and see that you and Tone would mm -hmm. be together for the rest of your life mm -hmm. in the next life as mm -hmm. you transition, Whoa. but you're not married or get married and divorce within 15 years. How many more years am I living after 15 years? Okay, so you we were born in 1984. Right. All you got to do is... Hold on, how do, do you got to math that? Hold on. Oh, uh, no, math. We need, we need our mathematician, <laughs> our resident <laughs> mathematician, Colin Kaepernick. What is it? I don't even know what you're asking. I could answer that. 49 plus 5 is 54. 54. Colin just said 54. So... That's hella young still. Exactly. So now my question, again, be together forever, not married. Again, married by societal norms, what we've been socialized to I'm think about. I'm still under societal okay, norms. Okay, so you would be okay to get married knowing that you would get divorced. No, because if I'm getting married, I'm not getting divorced. You're not playing the game. I'm playing. We're not playing real life, I'm, Katrina. We're playing, playing. fake Nessa game you right now. You know who now. plays games like this? Who? Colin. You can't just give him one or the other. He'll come up with some other solution. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, he always is like, well, technically, if the this was moving like this. And, and an then you can't tell him otherwise. Yeah, and then, like, that's why you can't do fun hypothetical questions with, with Colin. <laughs> but Tone is here. Yes. Tone, would you rather be together forever with Katrina? He's going to say something so messed up. See, <laughs> I told you. In case you didn't hear what he said, and he said divorce, but then you'd be married for 15 and, years. Anyway. What is the key? Oh, wait, I want to know you. Would you, I mean, you guys are already married, but yeah. would you rather be married and know you're going to get divorced in 15 years or together forever? Together forever. Wow. You're so That's passionate. Easy. You're such a lover. It's easy. I'm not a fighter. <laughs> yes, you are. Okay. Jokey, jokey. Oh, okay. No, I'm a fighter. Okay, but anyway. But what did they say what their secret sauce is in the relationship? Because I do think that's pretty yeah. interesting. She said that she explained her decision. So basically, Goldie Hawn was talking to CNN. And she said she they have had past experiences with divorce and they wanted to protect their children. She said divorces aren't fun. And they cost a lot of money. They cost a lot of money. And apparently they want to protect their children from it, too. But I mean, I get that. But still, at that point, if you've been with somebody for that amount yeah, man. of time, the kids are going to be impacted regardless there's a ring or not. Right. Like if they hate, I don't know. I do think there is something about it. I don't know if you've ever heard this conversation about people who have been together for a very long time. Mm -hmm. Then they decide to get married, to have a kid, and then like it all falls apart. What do you I've think heard that of is? Those I think a little bit of it is that people have this idea that marriage is going to fix everything right away. When mm -hmm. really, at least not in my experience, I just look at Colin and I as partners. We're teammates, mm -hmm. right? Right. And so I feel like when you have that outlook, right. the reality is you're going to have ups and downs. Mm -hmm. And really trying to figure out what tools do you individually have to deal in tough times and then what tools do you have together right. to deal with hard times correct and i think people view marriage as a well we're married everything's solved right it's going to be easy or it's going to be 50 50 it's going to be 50 50 all of a sudden we're going to magically wake up into better human beings right, right. and we're going to start doing yoga we're going to start meditating and the reality <laughs> is we're going to continue being who we are right and now we just have paperwork attached to it Even right marriage 
having children completely changes absolutely. who you are individually. Absolutely. Even if you don't want it to. It yeah. It changes your perspective. That's why you hear about a lot of relationships where they have a child and then they break up right. shortly after because a dynamic is no longer the same between the right. two people, right. right? Now you have to manage a third person. Right. And that third person is very dependent, is, right. needs a lot of things and a lot of work, a lot of energy. Right. Then you have to continue with that energy. And then if you are getting outside you know, help or support, because let's be honest, it takes a lot of support to take care oh, of kids man, does it? out of our experience. Now you're not just managing the baby, you're managing all everything on and, the outside as well. And not just that, you're now managing each other's changes mm -hmm. as a parent. So right. if I used to be fun, happy, go lucky, but now I'm just focused on, you being know, mean. being, no, <laughs> I'm just focused on the baby and yeah. making sure I'm taking care of the baby and my significant other's like, oh, let's go do this. Let's go do that. Yeah. I might be like, no, I, we got to do time? this. Right. When I hear those stories, I really feel bad for the person that carries the guilt, right? right. Because they're just trying to take care of this child. They're right. just trying to right. take care of this human being in this world right. who's completely dependent mm -hmm. on their caretakers. Right. And now the other person is imposing and dumping all of that on their partner. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just find it unfair. I'm not saying that your needs go out the window. I'm not right. saying that that doesn't matter. But I'm talking about in the early stages, the first couple years, I just think to have these high expectations that things are going to be the way they were in a just, hey, you and me relationship right. is unfair. I will say Tone has given me a lot of grace when it comes to my patients. The way I answer him with something, if I was just busy trying uh -oh. to do 12 things for myself plus for Amar, then he'll ask me a question. And he just caught me really at a bad time. So if my patience has worn thin. You, you have been thin with the patience. <laughs> Pre, All I'm saying is pre your beautiful, amazing, precious daughter. He I know he has done a nope, lot. Nope, nope. I'm In not gonna his, let you blame Amara for no, this. No, I'm not blaming her. I'm just saying he has done a lot for his own patience to be patient with me when I'm losing my patience. Yeah, but he's always been like that. Maybe. Always. Maybe. Okay, when was the last time that he was mean to me? No, the last time that he dealt with your I don't know, attitude of being impatient. Probably 15 minutes ago, <laughs> right before we sat down, maybe I think I might've said something like, I don't know, go figure it out. <laughs> That's your favorite line with anybody. Well, because you know what? What? Sometimes I just, when people ask me stuff, I just assume that they know. So I'm like, go figure it out. I'm busy. I'm working but, on this. But he would be at, the reason he's asking is because he doesn't know. But maybe it's like, hey, um, if we're divide and conquering, and maybe this is not just specific to Tone and I, like, hey, I'm going to figure this part out. Mm -hmm. It's your job to figure this part out. Right. So, well, go do that. Let me ask you, if that's how you feel it should be mm -hmm. within dynamics, then when I ask you I you're gonna drop to figure out how to get our stuff done for the pod, right? why does that seem to go over your head? It doesn't go over my head, but I'm still figuring out something else you asked <laughs> me to figure out. Okay, I want to move on to this sleep divorce. Colin on the weekend likes to get his own candy, does not want to hear my voice at all. Right. Like unless it's for baby cap, like right. he's just like, who are you? Don't right, even talk right, to right, me right. before I kick you out the house. <laughs> but he likes to watch Marvel movies, John Wick, and he likes to do his thing. And I go every night. I try to be like, hey, you want to come to the room? Because he right. does like to get a good night's sleep because of the bed, because he's sleeping on a couch. So now I have just accepted the fact that on the weekends, he enjoys his space completely, even when he sleeps. 
used to hurt my feelings early on. Not anymore. Yeah, I got get a big it. bed, by the way. Yeah, but he doesn't even want to be next to me. Oh, are you sure? He doesn't want to be next maybe, to me on a maybe weekend. Maybe it's not that he doesn't want to be next to you. On the weekend. But it's more that he wants to just be alone. Yes. He doesn't want but to be next not the to same, me. That's not the same thing. He doesn't want to be next to anybody. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's not about you. It's I about him wanting his, I want to be able to do me. Yeah. And I think you're a great friend to not let me feel bad, but it's the truth. Colin loves his own time. Yeah. And that includes candy, Marvel movies, John Wick, and couch. maybe Moana because our niece was hanging out with us the day before and he'll continue watching it, right? And or the whatever. couch by himself. And a couch by himself just doing his thing. Right. And if I try to go help him, like, hey, you need to brush your teeth because you just ate 50 pounds of candy, he gets mad at me and he's okay. But then he'll eventually on his own come to the bed in the wee hours. But definitely he likes his own space. It's not like I snore. He doesn't really snore. So there's nothing annoying us. Right. Only thing I get annoyed with Colin is that he gets up at four in the morning right. every day. Pretty annoying. And so for me, it impacts me more because I'm a light sleeper. So if anybody should want a sleep divorce, it's me. Right. But yet, so what is a sleep divorce? So I was reading how people get sleep divorces to save their relationship is when married couple sleep in separate rooms because maybe they're not a fan of their partner's sleeping style. Mm. They snore. They make a lot of noise. They drop the keys all the time. <laughs> they drop the keys. They're, they're the slamming the, the cabinets. The, they're really loud when they get they up have, and get ready. Right. They're just, it's, it's a lot. So a lot of people do this and it saves their marriage. So I'm a fan of this. Do it. Well, you, you could sleep anywhere. So. Well, no, maybe this is why Tony and I have lasted so long because he loves sleeping on the couch. So just like Colin and Colin's there <laughs> on the weekends. Yeah. Look, they're fist bumping right, right. now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Tone does it on the weekdays. Yeah. <laughs> he hates Every you. day. I yeah. don't know what it is. And I'll well, be like, hey, Tone, do you want to sleep next to me in a mar? He's like, I'll be there later. Yeah. And they never come. 6 a.m. So, rolls around. Not there. He gets there and yeah. then he has to get up for work at seven. <laughs> so it's like, you're just doing this to act. And I was like, I'll wake up and he's in bed. I'm like, what time you get to bed? And it's almost like, well, what time did you wake up? Yeah. Yeah. Well, wait, it could be any time. I want to help you save your relationship. Okay, help me, please. Wait, I, but we're good with sleep divorce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good with mm -hmm. sleep divorce. Me I feel like you're still in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're in the game. But I do want to save your relationship. Okay, save it. There is a study that was done, and it's a pretty simple study, where they were talking about all it takes for you to just rekindle your relationship. Mm-hmm is the six second kiss. Ooh. And I saw this on Fatherly and they said, basically it's gonna help supercharge your relationship. Here's the thing, most people in general in relationships give pecs real quick, quick, like just moving really fast. And this is saying the six second kiss is a more mindful approach to kissing. The one that asks us to have intentions behind our kiss. So tongue? I don't know. I didn't see tongue. <laughs> but think about kissing and holding your kiss with tone for six seconds. I have a question. Will you guys Can kiss in front of your baby? Like a six second kiss? Would you do this in front of the baby? How much PDA would you do in front of baby? I would cat? do a peck with Colin. See, maybe maybe this is something generationally. I would see? do a peck. Would you do a peck, Colin? With me? Yeah. See, maybe this he is something. He would hold me. He hugs me now. Generationally, that we just didn't do, or because our, our parents, parents didn't do, did not share any affection, and they didn't show any affection. They were statues, right? I didn't see them do anything. Yeah, I mean, they would go to Costco, and it could, it could be out of respect <laughs> for not being like not being too much in front of your kids. Yeah, maybe they 
thought because they were raised that like that would gross us out as right. kids, you know? And it probably would have grossed me out <laughs> yes. as a kid. Like, ew, why are you guys kissing? So would you do the six second kiss with tone? Yeah, I do the six second kiss with tone. Okay, would you practice this from today on and then we will reevaluate if this has helped your relationship and save your what relationship. Kind of kiss? Are we like holding each other's? We don't, we don't do movie kiss where you're like holding each other's heads. Six second kiss. I can care less what you're doing. It could be through a window for but all it can't, I care. It's not just peck for six seconds. Like, I mean, it can. Because I think it's about intention. Mm -hmm. It's about connection. So it's like. So like you could tongue kiss, I'm assuming. I'm sure you could do a peck for six seconds. All that to say, Katrina, you're going to be the person we're going to test this with and you'll report back to us if this has helped supercharge your relationship. Okay. All right. Okay. And then the other question is, do you guys share PDA in front of your daughter? Not really, but sometimes I do. I'll like hug him yeah, and yeah, I'll yeah. hold him. Yeah. And then she'll, she'll look at us kind of like, hmm. Right. But she's a little bit older. She's two. And she'll then come up to us and then try to sit on my lap. Aww. There's been times though, where I would give her a kiss and then I would give him a kiss. Yeah. And then she would just continue to try to make us kiss. So Aww. she'd take our faces and make us kiss. Does Tone throw up when? He doesn't. He loves it. He goes, oh my gosh, give me another kiss and hug me and hold me. Wow, it's amazing. Is and this during your sessions of being swingers or is this before or after? By the way, that's a lie because Tone also is not a PDA. Person. Oh, I thought you were talking about that. Wait, but what episode was the swinger talk about you? Just so people who are watching right now who don't know what we're talking about. It, maybe there's swingers watching. They want to swing I'm a swing not a with swinger, you. so there's no episode where you I say that I'm a swinger. You said you swing in a relationship to save your relationship. What episode? Is it before this or is it still coming? Like, where, where are we? So It already happened. Okay, so for our viewers, because we respect people, unlike, yes. let me not be that person, but you get what I mean. <laughs> I want to give people a little bit more insight on the different conversations we've had. So... We've talked about Katrina possibly being a swinger mm -hmm. and keeping the secret from me for a very long time. I'm not a swinger. But you would be to save your relationship. I mean, a one-time thing, maybe. But You're if a swinger. It's, but if it's like, oh, I just want to swing every weekend. I'm like, bro, this is something deeper than but just... But it's saving your relationship. That means it's not my relationship. It's everybody's relationship at that point. Yeah. It's an open relationship. Well, Tone's not disagreeing. <laughs> I don't want to look at Tone. Wait, was that the baby crying? That's my baby crying. What's the matter, baby? Woo. Okay. You want to come here? You want to sit with mommy? What happened? Woo. What happened? She just needs to sleep is what happened. Oh. What's the matter? What happened? You miss me so much. Oh. Awesome. Well, until the next episode, everyone. Which camera am I looking at? I'm <laughs> Look, this is this is what happens when you're a working parent trying to hold on by a thread. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Say bye. bye. We got to wrap it up. Until next time, everyone. We'll have more episodes on how to balance your life and not lose your mind. <laughs>